It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week we're here with AJC content producer, Nadja Parker. Welcome. Thank you, Shane. How are you? I'm great, and how are you? I'm great. So tell me what you brought for us this week. If you are a moviegoer, this might be a film you want to check out. It's called What Men Want, and it stars Taraji P. Henson. Cool. So this is a remake, right? Yes. The original was What Women Want. It came out in 2000, and it starred Mel Gibson. Right. So now we got the woman perspective this yeah. time. Yeah. So it, And some of the same people are involved, like behind the scenes, I think. Now that I'm not sure. Yeah. I believe that there are. I can't recall, but but I know that, uh, you know, it's it, the story is similar. It's just sort of flipped. Exactly. The gender roles have flipped. So. Yeah. So Taraji's character all of a sudden gets these magical powers that she can hear men's inner thoughts. Ah, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't we like to have that power? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's not such a good idea. (laughs) So um, this is, uh, it's going to be out February 8th, I believe, right? Yes, February 8th. And um, it was it it was filmed here, right? Yes, it was filmed in Atlanta. So when you watch the movie, you'll see a couple of Atlanta landmarks, and you'll be able to pinpoint certain Atlanta influencers. Yeah. So I won't give it away, but just be looking out for some landmarks and people. Yeah, I always love that when we can, you know, look at a look at something and say, "Oh, I know where that's I know where that happened." Yep, exactly. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, you know confusing because it's like they're telling you it's it's in this city, but you can look at it and see, oh wait, that's Atlanta. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's meant to be in Atlanta too. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, it is actually set in Atlanta. Exactly. Cool. So um, they were, I guess, uh, doing some PR for the film and all that. So you got to talk to. Uh, Taraji P. Henson and some of the other folks involved, exactly. right? Exactly. So I talked to Taraji P. Henson and I also talked to the producer, Will Packer. Right. He is based in Atlanta. Yep. He's a producer that's done many other films that we love. And we also talked to the director, Adam Shankman. Right. Yeah. Cool. And we know Adam Shankman. He's been a director for many, many years in Hollywood. A Walk to Remember was one of his films. Okay. He's also directed for the BET show Being Mary Jane, which has filmed in Atlanta. So right. He has a couple of Atlanta ties as well. Cool. So um, so we also talked to them about, about Atlanta itself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And the one thing I love that Will Packard said was that he pushed 
for the movie to be set in Atlanta. That was right. very important to him. Yeah. So that's why we will see all of the landmarks in the familiar places. Right. Right. And this time it actually is those places. It's not not standing in for something else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's no New York or Chicago. It is Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I hate it when things take me out of the movie like that. Like there, there was something I was watching where they were supposed to be at the uh, the U.S.-Mexico border, and you could see Stone Mountain behind them. <laughs> That's, that sort of takes you away from the story. I agree. I totally agree. Well, they won't do that with this film. <laughs> you, there's no trickery. Yeah. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So so uh, you talked with Tarashi. How, how, how was she? Was she it? is amazing. Her yep. energy is great. Yeah. Her excitement about the film and all the projects that she's worked on was just high level. You know, she's right. been in the industry for decades at this point. Yeah. And Empire was one of the roles that really took her career right. to the next level. So now she's being able to, you know, have the lead role in a lot of films. And they actually said this is her first lead in a comedy. Oh, right. Yeah, because she's she's done a lot more drama, that sort of thing. So, yeah. But she's really hilarious in yeah. the movie, and she's hilarious in real life, too. Yeah. So there was a lot of joking, <laughs> a lot of laughter during the interview. That's and great. And Taraji and Will have worked together previously. He did a film mm-hmm. called Think Like a Man. There's a part two to that as well. So Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They worked yeah. on several projects together. And so you also talked to them about, uh, you know, what the future holds and, you know, where where they see themselves and, and their legacy. Exactly. A couple of weeks ago, Taraji, she got her star on the Walk of Fame oh, in cool. L.A. So that was a big accomplishment for her. So they've talked about all the movies they'll do in the future and what to look out for and just more dreams that they have to come. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other things I loved about watching the film is spotting all of the Atlanta figures, like the High Museum and mm-hmm. seeing the interstate. Why was it important to shoot this film in Atlanta? I pushed for it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was pushing I, for Chicago. I, she was. She was. I. You know what? I think that um, this is a great market and community for filming, and Atlanta still embraces us Hollywood folks and what we do. Um, movies and television are thriving here because it's a great place to work, and and people have a good time here when mm-hmm. folks from out of town come. Um, we got a lot of love and support from places like all the locations we shot, but also institutions like the Hawks, you know, Porsche is now headquartered here and they let us come in and do some great work at their place. So yeah, it was in another movie. I forgot some other one? movie. I watched Porsche. The How about this? The Avengers. Yeah. The yes. Avengers. That's the the Avengers. Avengers. The Avengers. Avengers. Like, headquarters. I it was, wasn't a little movie. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but, but the, I think what was the really interesting turning point was to shoot Atlanta for Atlanta. Atlanta. That's what I loved about it because I've done a lot of films here and we shoot Atlanta for other cities. So it was good to finally just be here, my character be from Atlanta. We use the landmarks and the the, the figures, who the, the, import, the celebrity figures who are here. So I thought that was uh, refreshing for me having filmed so many. We filmed um, hidden figures here. Yep. Yep. Some on Morehouse campus. No good deed we did here. I mean, you've done a lot here, but yeah. you and I have even done stuff here. So yeah. what's your favorite part about being in Atlanta and working the here? The food. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm recently vegan, and they and to my surprise, Atlanta is just like L.A. You can live vegan here. Yeah, easy. easy. I mean, they eat good food. Yeah. 
So what I about love Magic that. City? You don't, you ain't full on. I, I haven't been. Me. We didn't go. You took me to Diamond. Remember when I we took went to you Diamond? To Magic City. You took me to Magic City. Absolutely. What was the other one? What's the other one? Don't look at me. Then I took, I took you there. No, because I took you to Slinging Richard. When we went to the Magic, all the strippers fell in love. No, not Magic City. It was Diamonds. The one with the upstairs with the glass. We went there too. That's a different one. That's Diamonds. Yeah. We went. We went to all. It's V Live. We took our. We took. We took. Remember, we took our direct or no good deed to uh, Magic sure City. That's yes. what he Magic was like. City, we sure did. All, all the dancers at Magic City wanted to ride you to play them in a movie. They were all pitching because they love. Would you play a dancer to ride you? Yes, she would. would. I, I told you, weirdo. if it makes sense, to ride you is fearless. I'm telling you. Let me tell you something. I'm the weirdo in the strip club because I'm I'm interested in people and their lives and things like that. So I'm talking to the strippers like, girl, so what 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 happened? How do we get here? Like, not that it's a bad thing. Like, you know, because sometimes I've women are like they love it. It's it's a form of expression, you know. So it's for me, it's interesting to hear all the different stories. So then when it when I get the script, it's like, well, what kind of stripper do I want to play? You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's. Is they're multifaceted, but but it's like Magic City's like the Ritz Carlton of strips clubs. Like or, I felt or, Diamond or, was. Both Diamond is yeah. Diamond's a both, little. I mean, the, we're, the we're naming the top. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely some stuff. I just with, for me strippers are I just they're so bold. Like they walk up to you with their thong cuffed in their arm <laughs> like it's a purse, and they will walk up to you. Bear cooch, nothing from the boobs, and had a full-on conversation, and you're trying to talk without looking at things, and I just think, wow, that, where do you go to do that? You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's intriguing to me. I don't think I've ever read Bear Cooch in the Atlanta Journal Constitution. <laughs> so name some specific places that you like to go to when you're here, or where, where else oh, do you God. take her? Uh, do you do you you do Phipps? I remember I was telling your sister April about the new shops at Buckhead. Oh, and I don't know if she made it. Well, I like Little Five Points. You know uh, why I, I like, like Little Five, five Points? points. Uh. Because they have a lot of um, small stores, boutique, uh, stuff. boutique stuff, and black homes and women. So I love to go and they, uh. and, they, and whenever they hear there, I'm in town. We knew you were coming because every movie that I've <laughs> filmed, I go. That's where I go and shop. Uh. I like that. Yeah, 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 I love it there. When your friends do come in, because you live here, right? I do. I'm home. You're talking. <laughs> when, you, when your friends are coming in town, like what's maybe like the top two places you have to take them while they're here? If they if they're going out types, then actually we we probably will hit a club. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's Atlanta's kind of known for that, and it's like it's not like it's a guy thing anymore. It's you know you know Atlanta, so. Um, we would do that if they're into the social scene. And then food, Atlanta has so many great food options. It's really about what you're into, you know? It's interesting, she brought up vegan because, you know, there's a new shop here, Slutty Vegan, which just mm -hmm. opened and everybody's mm -hmm. buzzing about, the which I've had, which is great, the line is crazy. Because the food to, is good. It's really good, you mm -hmm. know? And that's a woman who actually used to be in craft service. She actually worked wow. on a couple of my movies, yeah. She started off in the movie industry in craft service, chased her dream, got to a food truck, took that food truck, and now she has a real, a, an actual wait, wait. restaurant. Okay, and I will not, I will not, if I'm here for more than one night, I will never miss the, I, I will eat the cacio de pepe at Soto Soto. It is some of the best in the world. Oh, oh really? Soto, Soto, that's a... Soto Soto over... But it, Italian. Yeah, it's like my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That cacio de pepe, I would take a bath in it. I want to... I want to... I want to... I want to replace my blood. It is so Get good. Get your director to write. <laughs> Get him. 
All three of you have made incredible strides in your career, and it's been such a pleasure to watch. I know that you're about to get that star on the Hollywood Walk <laughs> Are y'all coming? Well, yeah, I, I would not miss okay. it. Yeah. Seriously. I'm so proud of you. Like, that is such a, I mean, forever, enshrined forever amongst the greats. That is just, I'm proud of you, man. Thank that's you. an amazing yeah, moment. Well deserved. Thank You've you earned so it. Much. That's, yeah. that's a big one. That's, that's a, a big one. That's a big it's pretty one. big. It's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels big. And then everybody's walking all over your face. No, you are in. I know. And for me, I, I don't really, you know, I don't really put that much on stuff like, like awards and stuff. But that is like, that's legacy. Leg that's yeah. legacy. long after I'm gone. That's like, right. I've looked, I've walked past Lucille Ball. I've walked past all the greats that have come, Betty Davis, who yes. I look up to, and, yes. and they're there, Marcel and here I am. You see what I mean? Yeah. see his mom's That's name right. forever yeah. engraved. For me, I think what is most important is my grandmother, that is 94. Is she she's going to, yes, absolutely, oh, she's going to be there. She's one generation away from slavery. You know, she still lives in the South, and so, I mean, my mom went to a one-room schoolhouse. Like, that's how they grew up and lived. All eight of her siblings and my grandparents lived in a one-bedroom house with a tin roof, you know, and a cotton field. They picked cotton. So for my grandmother to witness this, like, I, I remember my grandfather died and I was on television. And he was like, I never thought I would live to see one of my own on television. You know, so for my grandmother, like it's more important for me, for her, for me, you know, for her to witness that. It's just. And last question for you all. <laughs> this is for all of you all. You might have just mentioned it now, but what is your biggest accomplishment to date, you think? For me, it's cumulative. It is my career. It is honestly the way that I have been able, you know, not from Hollywood, didn't grow up with a bunch of money, but I have been able to craft a, uh, a real career mm -hmm. um, telling stories uh, primarily of uh, people who have not had their images told, you know, black and brown people in front of the camera, and I'm proud of that. So it would be just a cumulative effect of my career. I'm proud of my career. Mm -hmm. I got a lot more I want to do, but I'm proud of what I've accomplished. What about you? I'd say the same, but the star, because that's, that's the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Also the same. I think that I, if I was to say the thing that, that made me the most emotional, like the, the, the biggest emotional accomplishment, was I could never, even though I, I did grow up in LA and I grew up kind of around this, but I never saw myself as part of it. I was always an audience in my head. And, th but then when I became a dancer in 1990, I danced on the Oscars, I had the opportunity, which is like one of the best gigs you can possibly have. And 20 years later, I produced the show. Wow. And That's got cool. to, I produced the show and yeah. got to, and choreographed it. And, and Hollywood, which is a, it's, a, it's a very vast and a bit of a scary place to me. It's, in, it's actually an intimidating kind of a thing. And to let them, they handed their night to me. Mm -hmm. That was a very big, I cried all night. And you earned it though too. I, I worked Adam. really yeah. hard and I liked my show too. Who was your host? Steve Martin Alec Baldwin. It was oh. um, it was the uh, uh, Hurt Locker uh, Avatar. Oh yeah. yeah. But they would not let me into that academy until I produced the Oscars and the only that's how I busted into them because I also was sort of shamed by the academy. They were like you're this you're, you're not this and then when they gave me the night I said, I won't do it unless you let me in. Mm. And so they they were the, the directors had to 
were forced to let me in. So it was really? kind of a weird thing. Thank you so thank much. You. That was great. Uh, yeah. that was great. Well, well, thanks so much for bringing this to us. It's always great to hear from from cool celebrities that we know. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Friends to the AJC. Yay. So uh, uh, thanks again, uh, Naja, for bringing that to us. And um, we look forward to seeing you again. Absolutely. Thank you, Shane. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. It's a big week for musicians who've been around for a really long time. Jonathan Richman, who provided one of the bridges between the groundbreaking music of the Velvet Underground in the 60s and the punk and post-punk of the late 70s with the Modern Lovers, returns to town for a show at Eddie's Attic on Tuesday, February 19th. Tickets are $18 to $22, and you can get them at eddiesattic.com. On Wednesday, February 20th, Lee Scratch Perry is at Terminal West. The Grammy-winning 82-year-old Perry is one of the most innovative Jamaican producers and pioneered the use of dub, which created eerie spaces in his recordings. He also dabbled in sampling long before it became a widespread technique. Get tickets for Perry's Terminal West show on February 20th at TerminalWestATL.com. At City Winery on Thursday, February 21st, you can see Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Dave Mason. Mason, now 72, was inducted into the hall as a founding member of Traffic, but his career continued as a solo artist in the 1970s when he scored two top 40 hits, including We Just Disagree. In the 1990s, he was briefly a member of Fleetwood Mac. Mason's City Winery show is sold out, but you can get on the wait list at citywinery.com Atlanta. And on Saturday, February 23rd, Moody Blues frontman Justin Hayward will play center stage in Midtown. The man who crooned at Nights in White Satin has maintained a solo career alongside his duties in the Moody Blues. You're sure to hear music from throughout his career at the February 23rd show. Find those tickets at centerstage-atlanta.com. On Friday and Saturday, February 15th and 16th, the Fox Theater will play host to Trevor Noah. The Daily Show host started his career in his native South Africa as both a stand-up comedian and television host. He's been sitting behind the desk at The Daily Show since 2015, following a season as a correspondent for the show. Last fall, Comedy Central renewed Noah's contract through 2022 after a season-over-season increase in ratings. Noah will appear for two nights at the Fox Theater at 7.30 p.m. February 15th and 16th. Tickets are $35 to $125 and are available at foxtheater.org. Horizon Theater's current production is The Wolves. It follows the lives of a group of young women through their weekly Saturday morning pre-game soccer warm-ups. It touches on topics both political and personal as these high school teammates debate and discuss life both on and off the field. Horizon Theater's The Wolves continues through March 3rd at the company's home in Little Five Points. Tickets are $27 to $35, and you can get them at horizontheater.com. You'll also find our review of the show at AJC.com. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felician. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.